Dan and Corey here, welcoming you into Libservative. The great fundamental issue now before our people. We, the people, cannot turn that. Uh, hello? Uh, are we live yet? Yeah, we're live. <laughs> I couldn't hear the music because this new setup, for some reason, I just saw Corey's head bobbing back and forth. So I knew the, I knew the music was playing. But uh, anyway, welcome in. To another rousing rendition of Libservative. I apologize for any audio difficulties, any camera difficulties. Dan's trying out a new portable setup this evening. But anyway, for Bell the Body Snatcher, he is always is Corey Walsh. He's Dan Griffin. This is Libservative, the show of now three intellectual idiots fostering political and cultural literacy. We've got a massive docket in front of us. And the whole thing is basically going to tell you why government and politicians and politics are just WWE. And that's basically where we're going to leave you at the end of the show. So, uh, but before we get there, Corey, why don't you tell the people where they can find us? Libservative Podcast is found at all social media and podcast platforms. Our website is libservativeshow.com. We can be found at Libservative on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at Libservative Pod. And our TikTok videos can be found at Libservative Podcast. And you can reach out directly at libservativepod at gmail.com. Subscribe today. Out standing you're getting so I'm, much better at that god you would think so after reading it 80 times <laughs> actually I am, like 160 times i am so proud of you uh Thanks, in the you know what in I, the, I don't, you know it's always nice to hear that i'm proud of you it, too dan it's good we're having a good day it's being a why because it's like 85 <laughs> degrees on an april day in michigan you can't be upset it's hard to be it's hard to be sad look at me i'm ready for the beach so it's, bell is outside as you can yeah, see, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. wouldn't let him inside. <laughs> wouldn't let him inside because he smells like dead bodies. Beautiful. Got to have a cold Miller light at the end of the day. Good for you, nah. buddy. Yeah, what, what are you drinking, Dan? Uh, I'm trying to drop some belly fat, so I'm drinking some high noon tonight. <laughs> the peach, the peach flavor, oh, the yeah. Georgia peach flavor. Nice. Mm. What you could see. What's new, Dan? Talk to me. I just hope I'm on the recording. I hope everybody can hear me. I can. We have, no, we have no guests in here yet. So I hope it's not just you guys. As much yeah. as I love you guys, I hope the rest of the people can hear me. Uh, me, I mean, this last weekend, not only was it the day uh, Jesus Christ rose from the dead and became the world's only known zombie. Yes. Also, true. this weekend was the Christmas, New Year's. And uh, my birthday of professional golf, it was Masters weekend, Corey. So that consumed me for four straight days. And I don't know how I'm going to keep up with this episode because I was so caught up with with the golf. Well, how'd that go? Well, if, uh, a few live guys finished in the top five <laughs> of golf's most prestigious tournament. So that didn't make me very happy. But uh yeah, so the Saudis were happy. previous pro golf players, and they switched to live, right? Yeah, so the Masters is not a PGA event, so they are allowed to compete in that event. They're also allowed to compete in the U.S. Open and the Open Championship. So 
which are three of the four majors throughout golf throughout the year. So we'll see them again a couple of more times. And the the Saudis are really rooting for it. That yeah, blood that, money that the blood money's paying off. That sounds about right. I myself. Oh, before you go, that actually led me to download the new uh PGA game on Xbox. And it has been sorry, I'm covering my camera here. It has been uh I don't know, like 10 years since EA Sports has released a PGA game. And I got to tell you, first of all, it's hard as fuck. But the thing that applies to this show is that it is very, very woke. I showed you guys the screenshot. <laughs> yeah. So when you cre- yeah. when you cre- when you create your golfer, you have to select your pronouns. <laughs> now there are only three options, and so you can only choose he, her, he, her, he, him, she, she, she her, or they, them. Uh, but so what that leads me to it's believe is that this game. The, uh... This game is not welcome in Florida, I guess, is what I'm starting to gather. Yeah, they're probably not going to allow that game in Florida. Ron DeSantis has banned. <laughs> Ron DeSantis has banned the new PGA, Xbox, and PlayStation game from from his state, uh, particularly in public libraries and GameStops statewide. <laughs> is GameStop still a thing? <laughs> I don't know. They fucked over the stock stock market a year ago, so I think not for long. Out. That's true. Anyway, that's what I've been consuming, Corey. What about you? I am consuming, and I'll tell you what, honestly, I'm fucking tired of it. I'm just trying to finish them off. Them yinglings. <laughs> uh, so, not last weekend, but the weekend before, I was down in Ohio. I cast away Bay with the old, with uh, the wife and kid, and we're just buying yinglings while we're down there. You know, you might as well, because you don't get them very often up here in the Mitten, for some reason. They don't and- sell them here. I know. I'm not sure why. And then uh, last week, it's a money thing with the microbreweries. And then finally, it might be the distributors. It's probably something to do with distributors. And then uh, last week, Coors is a big reason. Another time. uh, And then last weekend, I was uh, finally uh, taking on the Christmas lights of my customers because, as our longtime listeners know, that's a side gig of mine is putting up Christmas lights. And one of my customers walks out with a 24 case of uh, Yingling. And so now I'm just trying to get rid of these fucking things. You could save a few for me. I'll take some. Okay. Even though, as as, as I just said, that I'm trying to lose a little belly fat. (laughs) I think I probably have like eight left. But I can can save them for when we uh, Mm. do our sketch shut. But that's a... Post show up conversation. Um, so what I'm consuming actually is it kind of actually cut into my show prep time. I just found this new show. And have you ever heard of the show Jury Duty? I think I have, but I have no idea what it's about, and it sounds oh, impossibly dude. boring. No, dude, it's so fucking good. If it's anything so, like real jury duty. No, dude. Okay, so the premise of the show is they uh they set up a whole courtroom. They have it all set up for a court case, <laughs> but they're all actors. Like the judge, everybody is an actor except for one person on the jury duty. And <laughs> so they have these people with just these outlandish fucking personalities all doing this <laughs> shit. And then like, but it looks like a fucking court. 
<laughs> and I'm cracking up thinking about it because they make it to where some of the lawyers' defense is just absolute trash, and everyone's just like, I feel sorry for the guy. Like, it's just, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I'd been watched uh, like three episodes before the show. Do you have an example of one of them? Uh, it's all in the same season. It's all it's all oh. under the same court. It's all under the same case. But uh, for an example, so um, oh fuck, I'm drawing a blank just because there's so many of them. But uh, yeah, what you'll have to do is you'll just have to take my word for it because the show <laughs> is just absolutely phenomenal. There's someone knocking on my back door, but I can't go out there right now because oh, dude, it's the I'm FBI. Locked. I hope it's, it's not the FBI. FBI. It's the FBI and the ATF. I'm going to text my wife and tell her there's people at the back door that I can't answer right now because I'm in a Zoom meeting. It's the FTF. <laughs> and it's really awkward, actually, because my window's open, so they can probably, <laughs> they can probably <laughs> hear what I'm saying right now. <laughs> oh, I'll just let you take care of that. Oh, no. Is that what this is now, a Zoom meeting? The show must go on. Um. Ready Player J, hello, I'm here. Um, oh my gosh, one second, guys. You gotta go answer the door. I'm not answering the door. I'm gonna go tell. Of course, you gotta go answer the door during a live stream. I hope they have a warrant. They better have a fucking warrant. (laughs) What are you consuming, Bell? Besides that delicious looking cigar, what do you got there? Actually, I'm one of these people that waits until the extreme last moment or way later than everybody everybody else, way later than everybody else to watch a show. So I've actually been watching Ozark, and I'm two episodes from the end. Dude, I'll do you one better. That's you want to talk about good. waiting? You want to talk about waiting That's forever watching. to watch a show? I still haven't seen The Wire. <laughs> you haven't seen The Wire? No. <laughs> oh, dude, you gotta watch the wire. Oh, I've been watching it on and off. Not even kidding. My buddy's been watching it. What the wire? I am definitely behind oh. a little bit. The only thing oh, I know man. about it is there's a. The only thing I know about it is there's a guy named Omar. That's it. That's the only, that's the only thing I know about the wire. Yeah, Omar's a badass. <laughs> oh it's man! An awesome anyway, show. Did, did, was it the ATF? Did they have a warrant for your for your weapons? I didn't even check. I shut the door. No, my wife's out there talking to him. I would have probably tried to just like, and it's funny because like it's again, this window is right here and it's open. And it's right by the back that, door. And that, I, probably wouldn't even just, I wouldn't even have acknowledged, but like I looked over. Should have interviewed him. Fucking eye contact with him. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. We're busy. We're taking care of business. <laughs> I'm just trying to do it. Just trying to run my business here. <laughs> We don't want. We don't want to join your cult. <laughs> One, there we go. One star would not recommend. <laughs> Look at the picture. It's fucking Uncle Baby Billy. It's Uncle Baby Billy from Strikers uh, Gemstones. <laughs> dude, dude, there are certain nights where I would give this show one star too. So he's right on, right on par. Thank you, you ever, for the comment. Have you ever seen uh, Righteous Gemstones? No. No, oh, dude, you got to watch Righteous Gemstones. I got apparently got to watch everything. I don't have time you gotta for watch Jury shit. Duty. You got to watch The Wire and you got to watch Righteous Gemstones. 
<laughs> one star would not recommend <laughs> uh, oh man uh where'd you want to start Corey? you want to start with uh the mess that is the uh the tennessee the state senate is it the state senate or the state house i keep it's fucking losing house. track of the, the state house of tennessee it's the state house and it's a goddamn mess dan and the shit show that is so we touched on that a little bit last week about the folks uh grabbing the bullhorn and going up to the to the bully pulpit and uh, shouting everybody down about gun rights after the obviously horrible shooting in Nashville the week prior or days prior. And the only thing I could think was, and I don't think I mentioned this last week, it's like, when does this ever work? It's like, it's almost like people on either political side, like in this case, it would be Democrats thinking, you know what? You know how we can get Republicans to change their mind? Just shout at them louder. That'll work. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly what I saw to that. It was complete performance art. And yeah, uh, no, I agree two of them that. were dismissed. Well, have you heard the news? Yeah, one of them's back. And then no, I don't both know. Of them. Sorry. Oh, are they both back? of them are back. They were voted back in. Yeah, they were both voted back in. They were both I didn't know that both in. of them. I knew one of them was back. Yeah, so what happens is those the little there's like councils for their their uh it's like the the districts they represent and they get to reinstate an interim uh candidate until they do a special election. And both of those councils uh voted them back voted them back in. And you know what? I'm not I'm not upset about that. You know, like first of all, it doesn't affect us. <laughs> all right, first off, it doesn't ex- uh doesn't affect us, but second of all, you know, these two guys they broke rule of procedure and oh, they got expelled they for it. A lesson. And <laughs> that's the type of shit that happens in the Tennessee house. Apparently because it's a fucking shit show. There's a bust of a KKK Duke grand Duke wizard in the lobby. <laughs> There's Republicans pissing on other Republicans chairs. There's people in there with dinner bells and shit ringing stuff. It sounds like an absolute fucking nut house. Okay. And <clears throat> these two guys were succumbing to the nut nut chicanery. I guess I'm trying to think of a way to put those two words together. And uh, they go in there with the bullhorn and they're making a bunch of noise, which I still think is absolutely silly. And it was all for 100% political clout. But it also does have a hint of racism when there was three of them doing it, but only the two black guys got evicted, but not the white girl. And then the two city councils followed rules and procedures and reinstated them. Mm. (laughs) So it's just a fucking cloud show. Yeah, so Bell had mentioned, I hope they learned a lesson. I know what lesson they learned is that you can you can act like an asshole and and nothing bad really happens to you. I hope Republicans are taking notes because apparently they get to do the same thing too. In fact, they do because, Corey, you had mentioned an instance of a one Republican taking a piss in, a, in another Republican's chair. Yeah, what the fuck is going what, on? I, all I saw about this was was like I saw a tweet about it. I, I haven't like been able to find any stories on what this was pertaining to about one it's not house a political member article pissing in another. They don't know another. who did it. There's mumbles and murmurs <laughs> of who did it. Like it's like who pissed it's like it's a, it's like it's, a, it's like a summer oh, camp. It's like a summer camp prank. <laughs> yeah you know roll up someone's mattress and throw it on the roof of the cabin pull out a bullhorn piss on someone you know that's what i did at summer camp dude to me this is all 
this is like the culmination of what politics has become, which is it's it's nothing but performance art anymore. Like our our representation is nothing but you know WWE. That's exactly what it is. And you, as the constituents and the voters, you're the mark, and they are absolutely playing you. And this isn't just one side of the table. This is both sides of the table. If you you want to look at Republicans that pull these fucking kinds of games, look at look at Marjorie Taylor Greene shouting at the at the uh, uh, the inaugural, not the inaugural, the uh, State of the Union address. Now, is this apples to apples the same thing that these Tennessee Democrats did? No. no, it's not. But it's the same kind of thing where it's it's all about like why do you think Marjorie Taylor Greene did that? She did that so that the cameras would point at her. So she the did that would point at her, and people would tweet about it, and she'd get more name recognition. Absolutely, she'd get more clicks. And that, that why do like, these guys, when they're able to vote on this stuff and have normal debates with people in in the uh, courtroom, versus like trying to shout each other down, do this versus sitting there and having debates in the courtroom? I mean, in the in the house, because they knew there would be cameras there, and they were able to get clout. They're entertainers now. Like, do you remember, like, because it wasn't even that long ago, right? Obviously, I wasn't into politics when I was growing up, as most children are not. That would be really fucking weird. But, like, you you see old videos of speeches and debates up, taking Equalizing? place on the, on the House floor, and it was really fucking boring. Like, these, like, the representatives and the senators and were not looking to be noticed. In any way, shape, or form, it was all about, you know, whatever the task at hand was. Right. Now, granted, yeah, that makes me go ahead. Uh, yeah, because you know that's that's absolutely true. I I don't know if I said it in last week's episode or uh, in the show prep, but like in regards to Marjorie Taylor Greene, I'll bet you a hundred bucks she ain't pulling that shit on a normal day at work. She ain't doing that when people are just in the the house and the chambers just bullshitting when all there is is c-span watching they ain't doing that shit they're mm -hmm. doing it when there's a million eyes on them right which is well, just an example I, of performative art i, doubt I don't know i'm not a c-span nerd i know those are out there there's a lot of c-span nerds out there that sit and watch hours of fucking c-span every week and it's weird that yeah, but that, that ain't me right like and i'm sure and like i'll bet you that those two guys uh pearson and jones who just got reinstated in the tennessee house i I would guarantee that they're not doing that same shit just like Marjorie Taylor Greene isn't on a normal day of proceedings and debate. They got swept up in the idea of, holy shit, this could get me some clicks. But they did bring a bullhorn. <laughs> or did they take it from one of the protesters that were raiding the building? They might have. I don't know. It was like, yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's weird. And you know what? Like, it's funny, like, I wasn't one of those outraged people that they got removed because it's like, well, you you broke the rules. And I'm not going to be one of those people that's outraged that they got put back in. It's because, well, these people followed the rules. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's just performative politics is all this. All of this is they still have to face another election in like 60 days or something. And they'll probably win again. Oh, I'm sure they will. Based Especially on their, after they this. Yeah. Based on what, what their constituency is. But like I look at performative politics and I go. How the hell do you think we got Donald Trump? Oh, right? yeah. I, oh, you're right. And then, and then, and that real quick, going back and up to this, good job. You know, if you wanted to change the narrative to be about you, because this was originally about fucking gun control. Mm -hmm. 
And now no one's even talking about the gun control in your state. They're all talking about you guys getting expelled and getting reinstated. And then that completely destroyed the conversation you were trying to have about common sense gun legislation, which I might not even agree with what your common sense gun legislation is. But now no one's now. I don't even know what it is because nobody's fucking talking about it. Because, well, now not only are they uh, not only is everybody talking about these state representatives but also they have they've completely now even further bastardized whatever their cause was which was to you know which was the you know the anti-gun movement which is to invoke more gun more more gun legislation so now not only do you make yourself look stupid because you still have this weird idea or you're at least you're presenting this this weird idea that somehow if you just scream louder at Republicans, they're going to come around on this issue, right? <laughs> which yeah, is yeah. like never going to happen. Yeah. I've never had anyone change my opinion just by yelling at me with a bullhorn. No, you've never had anybody change your opinion by screaming at you and or whatever, whatever the word of the day is calling you a fascist or a racist or, you know, or, you, you know, you don't care about the children. If you did, you'd get rid of the guns. Yeah, it's 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 completely performative and it's it's what brought us Donald Trump and or and it's and it's just been so it's been overly weaponized since Donald Trump because people realize it fucking works. Here's the only problem. The people that are trying to imitate Donald Trump are not Donald Trump. There are a couple that have succeeded, you know, the Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world who like I'm sorry for anybody who lives in her district, the 80 people that live in that county they're they're clearly fucking idiots they're just morons but most of the country isn't isn't like that i mean just look at the last election anybody who was was trying to was trying to 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 do the the trump politicking lost other than jd vance he was the only one that won and i think one of the big reasons jd vance actually won is because he's actually a pretty brilliant guy you know he he you know he he did the, the the support of trump but i don't think he really that much during the campaign really engaged in Trumpian quote unquote antics. Right. He was just endorsed by Donald Trump. Didn't work for Carrie Lake. It didn't work for, it didn't work for anybody else. And to me, I think that's, I think I mean, that's there actually was a couple, I think there's a couple others, but like, they were so insignificant that, uh, yeah, nothing that mattered. Yeah. Right. Like I'm sure there were people on, on the state level in certain States that you and I will never know or care about. Not that even know the name succeeded. of the district. Or the, yeah. Yeah. That, that maybe succeeded. And I've actually Within local uh, races since, since this Tennessee thing happened, I've been thinking a lot about, uh, politics as, as entertainment and, and really kind of as it pertains to Donald Trump. And I think one of the, I think the big thing that makes Donald Trump different than literally any other president that's ever served is the fact that Donald Trump an first performer. and foremost is an entertainer he yeah, is a performer and he has he has a fan base so name another president that's ever had an like a fan base like a rabid fan base like a rock star style fan base none barack none obama. ever have barack obama no 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 i don't think barack obama had a fan base barack obama had a lot of people that liked him but i would i don't i don't know that he would have fucking groupies 
like car- crawling over glass for him, like yeah, or, or or roadies, like like the way I always viewed Barack Obama until you know I came to the yeah. There was no there was no Obama bridge following him around the country. There was nothing like that, and and like like I'll just give you my personal feelings about Barack Obama before I found out he was a fucking war criminal, just like the rest of them. Was just like yeah, I get you know I kind of like the guy. Seems like a nice guy. Seems like he could have a good conversation. You know the whole beer test thing. Would you sit down and have a beer with him? Honestly, I probably still would. But I would ask him about his war crimes while we did while, while we did so. Boy, the, the, the closest thing is great. Why did you use depleted uranium bullets in the Middle East? <laughs> Why did you run out of bombs in Syria? <laughs> <laughs> like what's what's the what's the story behind that, Barry? Uh, so, I think the closest thing maybe you had was a Ronald Reagan. I mean, I think you know uh, Bill Clinton had kind of like a weird early, I guess sort of fan base but nothing nothing like donald trump has ever seen i don't know what the chinese festo is uh equalizing we'll have to we'll have to look into it <laughs> the chinese festo i have no idea it's probably a nothing burger it's probably absolutely nothing he's probably just fucking with us like he always does <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway that's just I don't know. Maybe there were some presidents that kind of posthumously had a fan base. I guess you could maybe say Lincoln or TR or Kennedy, but none while they were alive. You know what I God, mean? If there was a TR right now, I'd be making myself a uh, a uh, Teddy Roosevelt uh, like fucking balloon and following him around with it. <laughs> I would. I would leave my wife. I'd leave my kids. Uh, anyway. Look out for this stuff, like what happened in Tennessee, because this is this is exactly how they distract you. This is exactly how they get you away from the topic at hand. In this case, it was actual gun control, which yeah. you don't have to agree with gun control. Right, yeah, Corey and I, Corey and I certainly don't. But at least at least hold your politicians accountable to be for the actual thing rather than trying to get clicks and get their faces on fucking TV. And hold that's your, what these and, assholes were doing. And not just hold your politicians. Hold your, If you're in a camp where you're in either party, hold them fucking accountable. Like, it's insane to me that Republicans hurry up and throw out these Democrats for the bullhorn thing, which, granted, like I said, it breaks the rules of procedures. This is supposed to be a place of decorum. Sure, I get it. I'm not necessarily against it. I mean, me, I'd probably be like, ah, do a censorship or whatever. But... When you have Republicans pissing in other Republicans' chairs and you're not trying to do an investigation to find out who's pissing and urinating on shit and trying to expel that person, but you're going to expel them, give me a fucking break. Hold your own accountable because it I makes your party look like more. Well, yeah, because it's in party. So no, no, no. Can I play devil's security. advocate? Can I play devil's advocate on the, the Republican pissing in the other Republicans' chair thing? At least that one's funny. Please do. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's calling the manifesto the manifesto of that shooter in Tennessee the Tranifesto. Okay. That's clever. <laughs> you are one clever son of a bitch equalizing. <laughs> but no, I would like to see the manifesto. I'd like to see what it says. I'm curious of what his reasoning was and targeting a uh, Christian school and all that stuff. You know what else we'd like to see, Corey? The, what was released in that Pentagon leak? Well, that. Well, I guess we could start there. But I was going to say the uh, classified documents. Oh, the ones the, that uh, Pence, yeah, the Gang of Eight's looking at. The Biden-Trump-Pence uh, classified documents. Uh, there's going to be a group 
of eight, you guessed it, politicians <laughs> that are actually getting access to all well, of these yeah, classified it's the intelligence documents. Committee. Right. But yeah, it's, just, called it's, the just, gang of eight. it's just more fun to call it. But Do you know who it is? I know Marco Rubio from the Republicans is the one that leads. Yeah. And it's, and it's all the, it's all the top brass for both parties in in both houses is what it is. Um, you can go find those names for yourself. I don't have them all. I don't have them all in front of me, but it's like, you know, it's fucking Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell and all those. No, I think it's already got him guy. Oh no, it is Senate. Oh, oh, look at that. Bell's got him. Bell read the names to us, please. Mike Turner. The Republican, well, this is from the United States House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. Republican from Ohio, Mike Turner, and Democrat from Connecticut, Jim Hines. Jim Himes with an M. United Mm. States Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, Mark Warner, Democrat from Virginia. Marco Rubio, Republican from Florida. Mm -hmm. Leadership in the United States House of Representatives would be Kevin McCarthy, Republican, California. And Hakeem Jeffries, Democrat from New York. And the leadership in from the United States Senate that would represent them is Maybe Chuck Schumer, Schumer Democrat and, from and New McConnell. York, and Mitch Mitch McConnell from, Old Mitch. from Kentucky. So my question about this is how in the hell are they gonna fuck this up? Because I think this is the most transparent thing that there is. Just show it to us. For the love of God, like redact any names or at least of, uh, redact any names of people that might get fucking murdered, I guess, over this. If, if it's really that serious and if it is that serious, then we need to know what's in it. You know, what's interesting is uh, how these documents, even though they were in these people's houses, they are more secure than secret documents from the Pentagon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, is that really true? Because I guess in theory they weren't, or, or they they were more uh, protected where they were. But it's like not just anybody can just walk into the fucking Pentagon whenever they feel like it. Now, however, there are however many Pentagon employees that might have relatively simple access to documents, but and their kids, and their yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> I what I take your kid yeah, to so work day to see yeah <laughs> and so I'm curious to see what but yeah going back to this before we go into our next topic I'm curious to see what happens with this because Biden is a very very unliked president Trump was a very very unliked president what if they're setting this up to be it's sort of like hey let's both take a bullet on this <laughs> get them both out of their hair either that or it's Either that or it's the opposite of what Dan said. He said that there should be really transparent because it's bipartisan and how's it going right down the aisle. But what if none of them want to be in trouble? So nothing comes of it. That's probably what's most likely going to happen. Yeah, and we're never going to see one it. and not the other. We're never going to see it. Nobody's going to believe it. Right, uh, folks on you know the, 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 these turds on both sides that are looking into this are both going to you know, make it look like the other sides was worse than this one. Unless there's one scenario in which that doesn't happen. Unless the Rubios and the Mitch McConnell's of the world actually hate Trump as much as we think they might, then it's going to even be a situation where Republicans are trying to, or at least, at least the Republicans on this committee are trying to make sure are trying to make sure that, that Trump doesn't get a nomination. But again, yeah. And and I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that because they know that there's a good chance that Trump might be their only chance to win 
2024. I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen between now and then, of course. But, like, Nikki Haley's a fucking horrible candidate. DeSantis is floundering by the goddamn day. You know, like, he might be the only Republican available to actually have a chance to win the presidency in 2024. You know what? Which is absolutely fucking horrible where you know, are we honestly i think he might have just shot himself in the foot with that six-week abortion ban in his state good day to you fellow intellectual idiots if you're this far into the show we're guessing that you probably like it so we'd just like to ask you to hit pause and on whatever platform you're listening just leave us a quick review it really does help us grow and gives us an opportunity to bring you even more great content in the future and we'd also like to ask you to just press that share button and just send this episode to one friend that you think might be interested in our line of conversation. The best way for podcasts to grow in the sea of millions of podcasts really is through word of mouth. So every little bit helps and we appreciate you all. So let's get back to the show. Who, DeSantis? Yeah. If he signs that bill. Do you, do you think so? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because the numbers are there. Corey, Corey and I have talked about the numbers multiple times. You know, 83% of Americans support abortion on some some level level or another. Yeah, there's only there's only like 15% that want outright bans. Um, uh, Pro-choice has gone up, I think, 15% uh, in popularity since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Um, Yeah. What was I going to say? And then every single time is evidenced by Wisconsin, Kentucky, Kansas, Michigan. Every time that the vote of whether or not they want the state to be pro-choice or not goes to the people, it's a resounding, yes, we think we deserve the right to choose. Uh, at, the, least, it, at least on some at least on some level. Now, the it's, only it's so states interesting. that are able to get away with it are the states that are already locked in with the, with the power. It's so interesting because, like, this is a little bit of a tangent we've gone on here, but, like, what do you think would happen if instead of DeSantis trying to put through a six-week abortion ban, what if he made it like a lot of states were before, like 15. and then Roe v. Wade came in, like, 24, 15, 24 weeks? Like, what, have you, what do you think would happen to his popularity if he budged on at least a time frame? The longer he makes it, the more people he's going to be able to pull in. Yeah. You know? You know, you figure six weeks, 13% of the country, uh, 12 weeks is probably, I don't know, they have the exact numbers. You figure maybe like 18 or 20, 24 weeks is probably like 30%. Probably something like that. Like whatever, whatever the percentage is of the people of like where they think the stopgate should be for abortion. Because like, remember, we've talked about this in the show, the show too. Before abortions were starting to get, uh, become like, illegal in our country and before roe v wade america's initial thing was uh and this is like way back in the founding of the country it was like 15 weeks with the the quickening quickening. right yeah yeah the quickening when you could feel the baby kick that's when abortions weren't allowed anymore it's it's so interesting because you see like what happened in wisconsin uh with the with the uh, them now having a, a a liberal state supreme court and you hear a lot about like whenever these things happen, you you hear a lot about what the state abortion laws are or what they revert ba- what what they reverted back to after the overturning of Roe. And you look at like Wisconsin went back to like an 1848 law. I don't know the exact the exact year, but it was pre 1900. And I look at that and I go, was was 
was abortion really that big of a problem in the 1840s? Right. And it's interesting to see that all these laws about abortion were written during like the first, like, uh, what is that? The temperance movement. Like when like it was then like when a uh, home girl with the hatchet, cause there was a point in the 1800s where someone was trying to get rid of alcohol and all that shit too. Yeah. And it had a lot to do with, uh, obviously just well, women having more control in, in general. And, and like the, the, the loosening of abortion laws is actually what started the, well, the turnaround when, of women's rights. That's what put America <laughs> going to hell in a handbasket, brother. Well, you got- <laughs> what, what is, is it? The, uh, the infant death rate. You have to put that into perspective back, back in the 1800s. You have to, put into perspective that a lot of these women knew that their baby weren't, wasn't going to be born alive. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And there was a lot of, there was a lot of newborn mortality as well. Yeah. That's the thing. You know why there was a lot of newborn mortality, right? Say that again, Corey. You know why there was a lot of newborn mortality? Because back in the day, doctors also used to work on cadavers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like they would be over there digging in a dead body, and then the bell would ring for a baby to be born, and they wouldn't wash their hands, and they would go and deliver a baby and sticking all the dead guts inside people that are alive. Yeah, they didn't know what the hell soap was. They didn't know how bacteria spread. Oh yeah, they didn't know how bacteria <clears throat> spread. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, the midwives in that same hospital that would deliver babies, uh, their their infant mortality rate was like half of what the infant mortality rate was for the doctors. Hmm. I wonder if they're connected. <laughs> Correlation doesn't equal causation. No, and they, and, they, and, they, and yeah, and they tried to stifle that information. It was interesting. That's the whole thing, you know. Big med of the 1800s. Mm, there's your there's your history lesson from two intellectual idiots fostering political and cultural literacy. <laughs> Here we half go. of what we half of what we just said right just then was probably like half true. <laughs> No, it was true. I just you know, well, you know, there's, you know, there's somebody listening. You know, there's somebody listening. Yes, we're that not like, reading any of this. We're not, we're, we're not reading any of this off of anything that's that's credible. Somebody's going there, sitting there, going actually. There's always that guy. Well, actually, I like the um actually guys. <laughs> I think I'm an um actually guy in some aspects. You definitely are. Good. <laughs> Fucking good. Anyway, should we move on? Do you want to move on to uh, gamer gamer leak? Yeah, Pentagon leaking like a sieve. <laughs> mm. so, leak documents. So I want to say this too, and I think that this is just one more nail in the co- nail in the coffin of the whole stolen election thing. For the sake that, like, this was like these papers that got leaked. You figure it was probably in the hands of like what, maybe a thousand people worldwide. Maybe, you know, like, I don't you know. Figure, so like the secret so, intelligence of like Ukraine and here and like cables going back and forth about it's shit, really hard to and say. then their aids and stuff. I'm So I'm saying a thousand like maximum, but it was probably even less than that. And this information got leaked. So set, set this up real quick. What, what exactly so what, happened? Okay. So what I is what I'm saying is real, I'll, let me wind this up real quick and then we'll set it up is what I'm saying is like for something this protected of this type of classified information to leak. It just goes to show you that the, that the whole election stolen conspiracy is like, like <laughs> just bullshit. 
because there's millions of people's millions of people with their fingers in the pot when it comes to like doing the election proceedings, you know, and like taking votes and giving them to these people for them to count them. But then they take the votes and then they give them this way. And for, for nothing to come out of any evidence of there actually being electoral fraud. I think that like, if there was, it would absolutely have been leaked based on the evidence of this. Ah, I see what you're saying. I see what yeah. you're saying. Like if this like yes. top secret document can be leaked, then if there yeah, was somebody... electoral fraud, there would have absolutely been a leak or some sort of canary in the coal mine. Somebody would have leaked some document at this point. Or no, somebody instead, would have people something. are suing over defamation and wanting people to comb through the evidence again. <laughs> yeah, Fox News getting sued by uh, what Dominion? Yeah, <clears throat> that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 idiots like like Laura Ingram and and Tucker, uh, they're they knew they knew it was all bullshit and they ran yeah, with it they anyway. Knew it was. And they all have text messages saying they knew it was bullshit. Dude, it's Calling it's so their funny. Listen, their it's, viewers crazy. It's so funny before before our conservative listeners turn off the show because they think we're some kind of weird libtards because I'm shitting on Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram right now. I would also like to say that of the three cable news stations over the last six years, Fox News weirdly has been the most credible. Let me just say that they've been the best. Tucker has been the best show. He's been the most accurate. Everybody, chill the fuck out. He's willing yeah. to talk to people like Jimmy Dore. You're not going to get Jimmy Dore on CNN. You're not. You're certainly not going to get him on Rachel Maddow's show. So chill out. They fucked that. They fucked this one up, and that's how it goes. That's why cable news sucks in general. That's why. That's why Fox News being the most accurate over the last three to five years or whatever number I said is a low bar. <laughs> it is a very low bar. Yeah, you could just just step over it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you couldn't slide a credit card under that bar probably not uh anyway Chubby set it Specker. up for us Corey. what, what happened Specker. what happened what happened okay. with gamer league so the gamer league apparently this is very very top secret information uh there was people arguing in a minecraft discord and some about the ukraine war and then someone would say yeah well how about this and just dropped all this do- all these documents and they sat there for like a month and a half. And then Hold they on. were picked. They they literally said, they said, quote, unquote, well, then here are some leaked documents. And then put them on a Discord server. That is the quote. And weren't they even sitting somewhere before they were on the Discord server? Didn't I read that somewhere? I got the article in front of me. That they were sitting the somewhere before the no. Discord? No, the Discord so, is where it started. No, what happened? They sat on. Yes. <laughs> they sat on Discord for a month, <laughs> and then somebody found it and was fan. like, "I'm gonna go put this on 4chan," and then it went from there. But, um, ten documents were posted on the Discord, and so far. I'm I'm reading that they have they still have no idea. They said that the the Minecraft Discord is the key to finding everything. <laughs> Dude, this is this is what's interesting to me. So, uh there there are reports that these documents were sitting somewhere on a Discord as early as perhaps January. Yep. As early as January. Dude, it's April 12th. 
<laughs> and we had classified documents sitting on a gamer discord since or, or something like that since as early as January, which is now. So here's why this sucks for the gamer community, because now the feds know this and there are going to be feds all over gamer shit now. They're going to be fucking everywhere trying to catch people, trying to entrap people. And, and yeah. it also it, it also made happened. me wonder. It always it always they probably oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, that's that. I'm not on, I'm not, on, I'm not in these him. forums. And we all sit here and we're like, oh, you know, FBI is watching me. I'm sure for sure on a watch list and making these jokes and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> these guys just let this shit sit on a platform, which. <clears throat> it makes me wonder because you know like my mind is just going like thinking about context for history and stuff like that and people in russia are like apprehensive about it because like they i guess over there there's some floating around but like numbers are different like it looks like it was doctored saying that there was less russians killed than there actually was and i'm curious as to was this a uh like a false flag type thing was this intentionally leaked information that's kind of true, but not to try to fuck with the Russians? You read my mind, Corey, because I was thinking the same thing. Because in World War was- II, we did shit like that all the time. We would like intentionally leak information that we're going to have troops all right, over so here, listen. but they're not going to be there. And they're going to be 20 miles east to catch you with your pants down when you're there. And like they would release information that was true as like smoke and mirrors to fuck with the Nazis and stuff like that. Go ahead, Bill. There's two sets of documents. There's two sets of documents as far as I've read that there was a false set of records and a real set of records. And it had both. (laughs) But they're from Russia. So nobody really knows. Even classified documents are fake news. Like... Yeah, he Bell is. is outside. <laughs> well, well, they're U.S. military documents, but they don't know if the information that they're getting is Russian propaganda or not. So, like, the whole thing is just a shit store. A quag. Do they do they not know, or do they want, or do they not want us to know that they don't know that they know? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the fucking thing about it. Like, you don't know. It could be. They don't it even know if it's be. damaging. They don't even know if the leak is damaging. That's the thing. They don't know if it's damaging to so, U.S. security. Well, so it well, sounds it like damaging. it sounds like it sounds like. Hang on. It sounds it sounds like it could be damaging in the maybe not damaging in like a military sense, but maybe damaging in like a court of public opinion kind of way. Where if we're sitting here trying to make it seem like. You know, Ukraine is 100% the good guy and Putin's terrible and Putin's losing the war. And it turns out that, well, actually, the number of dead soldiers is not exactly uh, reported accurately. Then it could definitely be damaging from that perspective. Uh, so what's what could what is potentially damaging is uh, apparently in the document, it talks about how America. I'm going to grab a beverage, would- boys is how America was trying to influence the protests against Netanyahu and Israel. Um, there was stuff about pressuring South Korea and selling. Oh, you mean the new fascist, the new fascist Netanyahu. Yeah. 
and uh, there was stuff about Egypt selling what selling ammo to Russia, and there was stuff that showed that we are meddling in our in some of our allies and y- using uh, uh, signal taps on some of our close well, that's not news. friends. It's not news, but it doesn't make the country look good when it comes out. Th- like our friend, because then they're their citizens are gonna be like, well, what the fuck? You guys are just letting this happen. And they're like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then, then when you, it, it is, it is a really bad look because then when you tie that into something that we didn't get to last week and we won't spend a ton of time on it, I'll just mention it as uh, uh, it within context of this conversation, you have multiple countries uh, not no longer continuing to deal with, uh, foreign trade exclusively in American dollars. And then, and, I mean, a, a, quote unquote allies are doing this and also our enemies are doing this. Uh, as of right now, it's not a big deal, but yeah, it, it could be. It, it definitely, <laughs> it definitely got takes away American power here. globally. We got yeah, way exactly. too sanction happy. And now every, which makes sense, every sovereign nation is going to be like, well, you know, I don't want to all of a sudden just piss off America by looking out for my my own people one day and then all of a sudden they sanction me i'd rather well and then liability gone and here's why here's why i don't feel i mean i feel bad for us in terms of like you and i and like being a global power but do i feel bad for you know do i feel bad over it as as far as like a, a you know a world police situation like we've always been in absolutely not because for for one major reason and that is as we all know and the data bears this out uh Sanctions don't hurt the governments that you put them on. Just the people. Sanctions hurt the people. They don't fucking work. They never. They never have worked. They don't work. I mean, all you have to do is look at Cuba. That's all you have to do. Cuba the is only kicking place, right now, dude. The only place sanctions would actually work when it hurts the people is in like a democratically run country. But mm-hmm. we wouldn't do that to a democratically run country, anyways. No. Yeah. It's like okay, you sanction a dictatorship. Ooh. Man, there's that's no re- chance of dissent. Boy, that's really going to hurt MBS, man. To, to to sanction Saudi Arabia, oh man, that would that would really hurt him, wouldn't it? His fucking driving his fucking three Bugattis at the same time down the road in fucking in fucking Saudi Arabia. You think he's going to be hurt by the sanctions? <laughs> he just has a third Bugatti sitting yeah. in the back as a chariot getting pulled by two other Bugattis. Yeah, he's got he's got he's got one for him, one for his woman, and one for his dick. Well, his woman's not driving, so actually, no, she might be now. <laughs> she is now. Yeah, it's she a is big now. Deal in Saudi Arabia, women can drive. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's got a, a he's got a Bugatti. Just nah, he just dick. hires a guy. He hires a guy to drive his wife around. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Who are we I'm sure he, I'm sure he doesn't, he doesn't drive either. He doesn't fucking nah, just drive. To drive his other Bugatti. He's got a stretch Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Ironically, I was actually looking because uh, when I was outside doing show prep, I saw a plane flying over and it looked like there was two planes like see chemtrails. Oh, yeah, I chemtrails? saw some chemtrails, brother. <laughs> and, uh, no, but I saw one plane flying and then like there was like two a little bit farther back, like in a sort of triangular formation. And whenever I see that, I'm always like, hmm, I wonder if that's Air Force One, because like I remember distinctly like two days after 9-11 when like all planes were grounded. Me and my dad were sitting outside and we did see one plane flying and then like two planes like close with it. And like there weren't any planes a lot in the sky in America at the time. So like 
we're like, well, that must, that's probably Air Force One. So now whenever I see planes like flying in a cluster up really high, I'm always assuming it's Air Force One. So I was on the, uh, the plane tracker website and it's insane how many planes are flying into Saudi Arabia. Like why? I, I, yeah, it's just. Well, dude, you, you, and I mean, take it with a grain of salt because it's fucking corporate media, but like I, I was, I still, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Occasionally. I still enjoy watching 60 minutes on Sundays <laughs> and they had a piece this weekend about right after following the masters, right. About Saudi Arabia and live golf and the sports washing that they do. And they have, I, I don't, I can't remember what the name of it is. Maybe bell can find it. Um, it's like plan. 2030 or something like that and it's all about trying to get saudi arabia globally to be a fucking tourist destination that's what it's about that's that's why they're sports washing that's why they're getting that's why a, a saudi team just signed fucking cristiano ronaldo maybe the maybe arguably the greatest soccer player of all time i think it's Lionel messi but he's a close second right Did they uh, really? yes he plays in saudi arabia now it's and insane it, you, how it, much People will sell out for cash for blood. He's getting old. I mean, he's getting old. He's one of the, you know, he's, he's still a great player, but he's getting old. People and, will go there know, to watch him. And the Saudis offered him a shit fucking ton of money. And, and like that, like that's what this whole thing is about. And when, and when you, you're able to sports wash and you're able to, you know, make yourself a tourist destination, all of a sudden the fact that, you know, you're an unspeakable dictatorship who's fucking murdering people in Yemen every fucking day, nobody cares anymore. Because now, now, now you're involved in in global capitalism. It, I mean, it's it it's what China's done. Now, granted, they're not exactly uh, they're not militarily uh, invading anybody else, but they're doing it through capitalism. Yeah. You know, it's 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 kind of this phony like dictatorship, but we're gonna also through the state engage this in capitalism. Go ahead, Bill. This is called uh, Vision 2030. Vision 2030. That's what there's it was. A, there's yeah. a website for it. Mm -hmm. You can look it up. Um, it's literally just Vision 2030. It was. But it was. If you're a 60 brand. minutes watcher, you know what this is by now. Oh yeah, That's they have the, everybody uh, involved. Yeah, say it's a, it's a, actually not even just for them. It's a it's an entire like uh, they're going to be building tourism all along everywhere on the Red Sea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder why That's Yemen's a good piece of real estate, put to, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> wow. Anyway, that does that doesn't have that much to do with the uh, Pentagon leak, but I guess maybe it will someday. <laughs> gamers gamers it's now interesting are where all the leaked documents are going it's all the it's all gamers i know i'm about to download discord see if i can get some i have it i've been thinking about getting us on it i just haven't i made children really done it. that's right you did we do have a uh, sort of discord but we don't oh let's hop it. on anyway we'll do it. yeah but you have to you have to get invited to other servers we'll use it we'll hop on let's talk to these people yeah, but we have to try to get into that server, and that I'm sure it's all scrubbed now. You guys want to do a quick lightning round? I think we covered everything big, right? No, we just got to get into every server. We. <laughs> do you want to do? Uh, 
We're going to hack them. Finland joining NATO? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How could we forget? Do we have a uh, banner for that? Oh, I'm making one right now. Oh, it's all right. Uh, we did. We did not get to this. Um, it's kind of old news at this point, but it's kind of still important. And that is the fact that Finland is now what? What did what did I say? The thirty second member of NATO, which is absolutely a an a- absolute joke. As if the fact that we can't grasp with the fact that NATO has already encroached enough on Russia, and that is our contribution to why this war in Ukraine is taking place. We add another member. Okay, so <clears throat> Yeah, I can't wait to get into World War Three with nukes for Finns. Finland is interesting because I I took actually let me see if I can pull it up because I had it pulled up earlier. I took a, a closer look into their uh, military capabilities. I don't know if I can. I don't know. If it's I'm like what one percent, two percent of their GDP or some other budget. Yeah, they're actually. I didn't realize that they're actually a relatively large military powerhouse. <laughs> I mean, especially for the size for the size of the country. So when you go to let's see, where's the overview? Here it is. Um. Uh. So ships in the navy, they are eleventh out of one forty five in the world. They're in the top 15. Uh, mine warfare, they're six out of 145. And this is all this is all according to uh, globalwarfarepower.com. Who knows how accurate it is, but I for some reason I trust it. Uh, they have 15 major ports, which is which is uh, I, I'm sorry, the amount of major ports they have is good for 15th in the world. Uh, they have uh, what was their 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 air power was in here somewhere, and it was it was an awfully big number. Um but yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw that they were top 20 in the world in air power. Like they're they're a legit military, particularly for the size of the country that they are. So interesting. If, Which country? If, I know that like like there's the Swiss. Like uh, one of the Baltic states that might have been Finland was the one that told uh, Germany like you you aren't coming in, and Germany never even tried to invade them. It was one of those countries. It was a Baltic country, and Germany wanted to cut through to uh, get into somewhere more west in Europe. And he went to the to. Uh, I do believe that was the Finns because they conquered Norway. I know that for sure. And then uh, Germany goes, "Hey, we're, we become a part of us," and they said, "No." He goes, "Well, we need to get through," and they said, "No." Yeah, I think it was. And then thing. he goes, Well, your army only has 60,000 people. What happens if I send 60,000 soldiers into your country and just take it? And they were all hunters and stuff. And the country was like very, very confident in their soldiers. And they go, Well, send 60,000. Each one of our soldiers will fire once. And then he goes, <laughs> Oh, yeah. What if I send 120,000? And he goes, Well, then each of our soldiers will fire twice. <laughs> I think it was the Finns. I, I- that's the only one that really makes sense. So if you hear that train, I hope it doesn't derail. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> uh, no, so I think, I think it may have been the Swedes. Maybe one of the Swedes. Uh, one yeah, of those two. You found something. That's 
No, it was just an old story that I heard. Um, I heard during... it in my history class in middle school. We I want to say World, World War Two. They they tried to they tried to they tried to go into Sweden, and they said that men on skis just came down and jammed <laughs> them down right at the bottom it of the mountain. Yes, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was the Swedes. Yeah, because they then, were in the Alps and, and then, they just came down on skis, blasting guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just came down, blasted them all down, and then that was why. That. Why are and there not more documentaries on this? That would be a good one. That'd be a good. And one. You know, the funny thing is, Sweden applied. Sweden applied to be in NATO. I think last year, right? And they have been in no rush to add them to NATO because Joe Biden pretty much said that they can take care of themselves until we get it sorted out. Well, that's interesting because nobody else in NATO can. And that was honestly one of the things that Trump got right when he was like, um, we have they a lot of paying their fair share. We have a lot of fucking free riders in this fucking alliance and none of them hold their weight. Yeah. They literally just sit around and, and let the United States take care of everything. And I mean, again, the data bears that out. That's absolutely true. Trump was right about that. And I guess I don't think that's the case with Finland, I guess is what I would say. Now, but at the same time, are you willing to have a nuclear bomb dropped on your house? No. The other thing I was going to say was for people in Finland. Now that they're in NATO, but now that they're in NATO, what does Finland do? Are they still going to keep up all this military might? Sorry, burping all over the place. Uh, You would like to think so. You would like to think that they're going to continue to to do that. But like, what's their incentive when they know that if Russia invades them, 33 fucking other countries by the by the law of the treaty have to come defend them? Right. I will say that there's not too many poor countries in NATO. No, there's not, but what they spend on military. Yeah, they don't spend they don't they don't do anything. They don't pull their own weight militarily. It looks like Finland like Poland, I think, does. There are some that do, obviously. There's some that do, but like obviously you got the British Royal Navy, yeah. Yeah, but even still. But there's a lot. That don't. I mean, that was that was a big gripe Trump had with Germany. Although, <laughs> I guess if you look at Germany's history, <laughs> maybe them not having military might is a good thing. But anyway, that's another. Yeah, what is that Norm McDonald joke? He goes, "If you need yeah. to be scared of anyone, it's the Germans." <laughs> <laughs> they were sitting over there in their country and just went, "Let's declare war on the world." <laughs> and then they got beat back, and then they decided to give it another shot. <laughs> 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 Maybe they'll do it again. Anyway, the expansion of NATO, I hate it. Bold in, move, Cotton. In, in all ways. Okay. However, uh, I, I, I understand the appeal of Finland's military might being involved in NATO. I think it's a bad yeah. move. I don't like I it. I hate it. I'm glad I'm on the side, on the like technically the right side, because let's be honest. Russia's a paper tiger. Uh, all of the NATO countries can, like versus China, I think it would probably NATO. Like it would be a mess. Like there would be nuclear mushroom clouds in the background of all of our horizons. But even if we were all dead, I think NATO would 
overcome a China. But still, like, it's just, it's fucking ridiculous that, like, we are, this is the North Atlantic Trade Organization. Like, we are literally saying that if you attack any one of these countries, we are all going to war for you. And treaty. I don't know if I'm ready yet. North, Yeah, the North Atlantic uh, Treaty. And uh, I don't know if I'm willing to have the whole, like, for, like, for Poland or, you know, or any of these other countries. Like, God bless them. They're sovereign countries. But it's like. Am I willing to have to send off my son to war in 15 years or anything like that for people in Poland? What are you? I don't know. What are you, a a 2023 Republican, you fucking isolationist? Oh, I've always been an isolationist. (laughs) Straight up porcupine, man. Take all of our soldiers, all of our weapons, bring them all home, line them all up on the border, and then just dare a motherfucker. You want this smoke? Pull up. Yeah, and and listen, I I think, I think alliances on their surface aren't a bad thing, but I also think that NATO is something that has just gotten way too big for its bridges. It was built originally to fight the Soviet Union for the Warsaw Pact. It was the response to that, and the Warsaw Pact isn't even around anymore. Yeah, and then we just keep expanding. And now it's just this big army that muscles its way around, and it's pissing off countries like China. And understandably so. Understandably like, so. Th- and that's that's always the thing. And we've talked about this a million times. But that's always the thing that like Westerners, a lot of Westerners do understand. But there's a, a huge faction of us that don't. Where it's like, God, imagine if fucking Russia made a pact with fucking Brazil, Guatemala, Canada, and Mexico. Where if oh, if if you attacked Mexico, uh, we're all going to war against you. Like how is about it- the uh, oh what's it called? Uh, the BRICS, or yeah, BRICS, right? It's uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China. No, no, that's the new thing. But I'm just talking yeah. about like forming a military alliance with oh, Canada, yeah. no, Mexico, Guatemala, and Brazil and Argentina and Cuba, right? And then and 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 somehow somehow that would be different than what than what NATO is doing, right? It's just different ideologies. Exactly the same thing. Different levels of morality. Different types of morality. It's almost like politics. Yeah, if we're all against Canada. (laughs) Those fur trappers, man. We'd be in trouble. Yeah, I I wouldn't count Canada out exactly. You got a bunch of Canucks up there in the middle of the cold. Yeah, but there's like there's like 85 of them. Well, it's a it's a I mean just sheer numbers alone. (laughs) Do you guys know what a crown? Do you guys know what a crown land is? Crownland? You're talking about uh Crownland. How Canada Canadians don't own their own land. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, and it's all Canada land of the doesn't queen. own Canada. The king Australia Corey. The queen's doesn't dead. own oh, yeah. yeah, it all belongs to the queen. God rest that bitch. Well it belongs to the to the UK <laughs> and they all pay a tax. But it's shitty because you can't even mess with those guys without messing with them, you know? Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else? You know, I had so I had in the docket. I had Mississippi, Mississippi, Mississippi's new Jim Crow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's fucked up, isn't it? It's uh. So what they're trying to do in Mississippi right now is because in Jacksonville there's high crime. Jackson, not Jacksonville. Jackson, Jackson sorry. Yeah, Jackson <laughs> is in Florida. 
So (laughs) in Jackson, Mississippi, they're trying to take the power of the people who vote in their own constituents and vote in their own judges and things like that. Take that power and then appoint all those people there under the guise of rising crime. And then have all the state police there. They don't want a local municipality and things like that. And it's virtually so let me, taking the power away from the people to vote for who they want. Like, let me sum granted, it, let me, like, it let me sum it up. Crime. Let me sum it up real quick. Judges in predominantly black areas of Jackson would be appointed by Please the do. state's chief justice to a four-term limit rather than be elected as as they are currently. In other words. Put judges that will levy stiff penalties on poor black people to combat crime. What the fuck does that sound like to you? Yeah, it sounds like a Jim Crow. <laughs> it sounds exactly like Jim Crow. You don't get to pick your own judges anymore. We, no, granted, we, we but- as conservatives get to appoint those judges, which are then going to completely sentence you to the highest penalties when you commit a crime as a poor black person. Yeah. That's what this is. By a judge who has no idea what your community even is about. Has never even probably set foot in your community until now after being appointed. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little fucked up. It's really fucked up. It's fitting. Doesn't Kid Rock have a song called Jackson? Jackson, Mississippi? I don't know. I don't listen to any songs by Kid Rock. <laughs> I mean, we know we know the Johnny we know the Johnny Cash and June Carter song. That's a great tune. By Kid Rock? No, the Johnny, the Johnny oh, Cash yeah. song. Oh, Jackson. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> We've been a fire. Oh, yeah, that. Ever since that fire went out. Yeah. That I'm one. going to Jackson. I'm going to I don't mess think he, around. I don't think he ever said which Jackson he was talking about, though, did he? Jackson Town, man. That's where he's going. <laughs> Go on uh, down to Jackson. Go ahead anyway, and wreck yourself. Yeah. Look out for the new Jim Jim Crow if you're uh, listening in Mississippi. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's really fucked. That's really like bad. It. I don't like any sort of... Centra- so- this is a perfect example of why I don't like any centralization of power. Appointments. I don't like appointments. Although I, I also don't, I also, it's weird because like there are certain instances where I don't think, I don't think people, like, I don't think district attorneys should be elected. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's weird, right? It's, it's, it's a weird thing because it's like, I don't, honestly, I don't think high court judges should be elected. I don't trust everyone in that point. I think Americans are smart, but not smart enough. They're going to let their feelings get in the way. We voted in Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Imagine <laughs> what type of judges we'd be pointing. Maybe term limits, maybe term limits on judges, sure. But like Yeah, there is it's interesting, Corey. It's interesting you bring that up because there is there is something to be said for the fact that Supreme Court justices in, for, on the federal level are appointed by the, whoever the sitting president is when a seat opens up. And all of the fear that everybody had over Donald Trump's appointments, uh they have turned out to actually be pretty goddamn good. Yeah, I mean, from uh, from a legal perspective, and I, I'm surprised that I'm saying that. Right. I mean, you know, the, I mean, you still have people that want to sit there and act like you know Brett Kavanaugh went down the entire Eastern Seaboard while he was in college and raped every woman he saw. Yeah, it's it's you know like they they do rulings that I don't agree with, but then they've done some that it's like actually like refreshing and surprising. It's like wow. Yeah, like I've I've honestly had no issue with Amy Coney Barrett to this point. 
Not one. I did nothing. None of her rulings have I, I have had an, any issue with whatsoever. I mean, I guess I had an issue with the fact that Roe was overturned. But when I look at Roe in 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 context and what it actually was and how flimsy that law was, I, I don't like it, but I completely understand it. You know what I mean? Right. And look what's happening. We we called that like when the, when Roe v. Wade was overturned, we said that like you know it sucks because it's taking power away from the people, but at the same time, it's giving the people more power. Mm-hmm. And as evidenced by every single time it's been on the ballot, when abortion is on the ballot, people who are pro-choice win. So what do you do? Do you do you have state governors now? I mean. But again, you, you, now you're getting involved in state law, right? So I guess in a perfect world, right? Let's talk about a let's talk about a perfect perfect America, a perfect every state, right? Do you have governors appoint judges? Is that what you is that what you have? I, th- I think some states might. I'm not sure exactly of every state to state, but I know that in Michigan we vote our Supreme Court judges in. But what about below the Supreme Court? I would assume we also vote those in. Yeah. In fact, I know we, we do. do. Yeah. Yeah. We it's vote weird. everything down to sheriff, I think. Sheriff? Yeah, we vote for our sheriffs. All right, we got anything else? We have the abortion bills on the docket, and then we no, have... I think uh, we're good. I think then we, we can have kill this one. Clarence is not in the clearance. Clarence! Is not in the clearance. That'll be a fun one for next time. Yeah, let those ones anyway. marinate. Let's make sure we make a note that that's what we're going to talk about next week and not forget it. Throw it in again, Corey. Tell the people where they can find oh. us. Conservative podcast is found on all social media podcast platforms. Our website is libservativeshow.com. We can be found at Libservative on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Instagram and Twitter at libservativepod. Our, well, our TikTok videos can be found at Libservative Podcast, and you can reach out directly at libservativepod at gmail.com. Subscribe that today. Was, that one was not as good. No fucking numbers. The numbers <laughs> app. You jinxed them. I know. Ship. Uh, like follow and share give us a good rating it helps with the uh the algorithms and gets us boosted up on the on uh the apple you know we'd like to make a living doing this yep the best way to grow a podcast is through word of mouth so just literally yeah, tell so one tell person. a friend yeah tell a friend okay, anyway. put us in your mouth no, and then kidding. spit it out on all over your friends don't do any of this thing. put us in your ear hole uh, uh yeah. So, well, the body snatcher. He, as always, has been Corey Walsh. He's been Dan Griffin. This has been Libservative. Until next time, we are out of here. We the people cannot end that.